2: The Hook, airing on Off the Hook Sports.com, your home for real news, real opinions, and what really matters about Tennessee athletics. The Off the Hook Podcast at Off the Hook or Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, or wherever you go for your favorite podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, iHeart, Like, Share, Follow, Subscribe. Off the Hook with Dave Hooker starts now.
3: I have been to Pittsburgh once and I was glad to get out of there. Tennessee was glad to get out with the win. He's Chris Landry. I'm Dave Hooker. It is time for Chuck Talk, and it's brought to you by the Mattress Place there on Chapman Highway. The Mattress Place, 30 to 70% off, no gimmicks. And we're going to break down the vaults and the pit game that almost was a real heartbreaker but turned out to be a test of metal that – the ball's passed. So he he's Chris Landry of landryfootball.com. I'm Dave Hooker. So let's go ahead and get to it. Hit that subscribe and like button. Turn your notifications on so we can be a part of your day. Chalk talk with Chris Landry. Chris, Tennessee does get out of Pittsburgh with a win. And I don't think that should be forgotten. I think Tennessee fans wanted to win by 20. They traveled in mass to uh, Pittsburgh and took over the Pirates game even maybe not the top of game they wanted but Tennessee beat a ranked team on the road that shouldn't be taken lightly
4: no it shouldn't look um, you know certainly some issues you got to clean up as everybody does uh, this time of year most people do anyway and in, in some areas a lot of cleaning up to do but when you can get a win it's important I think the thing that maybe I really focus that I that I think that their coaching staff and particularly Josh is pleased about is, Maybe how they won, meaning they didn't have their best stuff on offense at times. They played well enough. They didn't run the football very well. Um, You know, but they won it with their defense stepping up. Their defense played very, very well. And their defense had some issues, but they overcame them. Uh, They really did a good job defending Pitt's run game. And I thought it was going to be difficult for Pitt to be able to, to be consistently effective with the passing game. And when, when, when Slovis goes down, then I knew they were pit was in real trouble, but you know, they were able to control things defensively and they didn't put their defense in the best of positions with some mistakes on offense on special teams that really gave Pitt opportunities. I mean, pit, if you're, you know, Pitt is looking at it saying, my God, look at the opportunities we had. Look at the, I mean, look at the, the, positions in the plus area that we couldn't convert so they're looking at it as what could have been what we could have done and we just blew it you know Tennessee is is a part of what contributed to that now yes you know they did a good job defensively and they got off the field and they forced field goals and they missed got some missed I mean there's some things that that are real positive for Tennessee to build upon now you know, I, I think you, you go forward and you look at some of the areas, and there are a lot of them that needs to be cleaned up. How does this translate to SEC play? Well, we're going to see pretty quickly. Um, and it's going to be a lot of fun to see how this team develops.
3: I look at the Trayvon Flowers punt return fumble that kept Pitt in the game. And my thinking on that is, you know, here's a fifth year senior. I don't think he's going to make that mistake again. Obviously, it was a technique thing. I thought he tried to run a, a little bit early through the ball, but I don't. There are some mistakes that I think are concerning. There are others that I think are happenstance that are going to happen in any sport. Out of the mistakes, which ones do you see as being a real issue? And which ones are you like, okay, that can be fixed easily?
4: Okay, they, they're going to have to run the football better. Um, they were able to get away with it against Pitt because, again, Pitt wasn't able to run the football, and, and more on that in a second. So let's stay to the offense. They've got to run the football better on offense because you're going to have to have better balance um, against better opponents on, on that side of the ball. I, I think the offensive line is going to have to play better. Um, I, I think if you can't run the football, then you're going to have some real pass protection problems against really good teams. So I think that's that's where I would start on offense. I, I do think cleaning up things on special teams are important. Look, it's a close game. It could have cost them. Yep. And so the likelihood is you're going to be in close games, and if you play sloppy special teams, you're going out with an L. And and very often you see special teams kills you. It costs a the game. Nobody pays attention to it until it costs you a game. And people think special teams are – we gave up a big punt return. We made a big kick return. We missed a couple of field goals. It's the hidden yardage, too, that matters. It's it's the little things that gives field position. It's the little things that gave Pitt all those chances. You know, what if Keaton Slovis plays for four quarters? What if they they convert one of those things? Well, then we're talking about a Tennessee loss. So those things need to be cleaned up. On defense, look, I thought they did a really good job, I think, their base four-man pressure needs to get a little better because I think having to commit more pressure is going to cause some problems against a, a really good offenses that are going to have matchup advantages against this Tennessee secondary to cover. Now, you're going to have to bring, bring blitz pressure at times. There's no question about it. But can you hold up on the back end? Getting good base pressure, four-man pressure, is something they've got to improve upon. But um, I, I will say they defended the run against a pit team that likes to run and I'm curious to see how Pitts runs defense. If their run defense continue to be can continue to be as good as it was, it's gonna be interesting. That that'll be certainly a marked improvement for this defense, but but can they do it? That those are the things that, that jump out at me that I question or I, I don't question their ability to do it, but I wanna see it because I've not seen that as consistent and I know the coaches Need to see more of that, but overall, look, uh, you know, a, a lot of positives.
3: Yeah, you know, we have seen basically four quarters of football because I don't know what you draw from Ball State, but uh, you know, we, and here's my assessment of this defense, and you tell me if I'm wrong still deficient in a lot of areas, not crazy about their linebackers and pass coverage for sure. And I think there are some talent issues as well, but. Ultimately, this defense is going to be defined at the end of the year by big plays. They're not going to be consistently great throughout the year. I just don't see that group there unless something drastically changes.
4: That's correct. I would agree with that. Uh, th- this is not an elite defense, which is why I think Coach Apple was so excited after the game. And uh, our defense, how about our defense? Because he knows that's a – that's a, it's a – at a boy moment, you, you did it. You know, you, you keep your head down, guys. and Keep going because we're going to, we needed you and you stood up. And I think a lot of that is they're deficient. I think there's some uh, uh, some good edge rushers, but there's no question that really good offenses um, are going to have some success. So that, again, we're kind of in that period with, with Tennessee and, and with Josh's I still think he believes. Remember I said, is he going to get to the point where he plays better complementary ball on defense You know, with the offense? I, I think we're still not at the point where he's built a defense that is upper echelon level of the SEC. And I think he knows he's going to have to rely on his offense to win games for him and score a bunch of points. So the question is going to be, you're right, is the defense is – not going to win you maybe as many games and they're probably going to need more out of their offense than what they got last week meaning they're going to have to run it better and they're going to have to be even more explosive because they still are going to have to outscore people to win the better teams now who are those better teams that we speak of in the sec ah you know that's still being developed too because as we're studying and analyzing this ball team i'm studying and analyzing everybody and everybody's looking at themselves and saying oh we got some work to do here again so this is what makes this fun but i agree with you this is not an elite defense and you don't get elite by okay well it's just we got a couple good players on recruiting you're gonna have to get elite players every year particularly on the defensive line because the elite teams do that and they're not elite right now, and so we'll, we'll see where that goes. I agree with you.
3: Uh, we'll see if they can continue to turn in big plays because I think that's what they're yes ultimately going to have to do. Turn
4: it over, create turnovers. You may not get stops, but get the ball back. You're right, and you know what they've done that, and that's been the biggest thing that's kind of helped them to this point. They've made some you know impressive turnovers. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
3: Chris, did you think that Josh Heupel, because you and I have talked a lot about the complimentary football and and – and having the four-minute uh, offense, which I don't think they have, but did it seem like maybe in the third quarter that was erratic because of Tennessee mistakes, that maybe Josh Heupel was trying that? It looked like he slowed down tempo on purpose just a little bit.
4: I Think he did, and I like seeing it again. You got to execute it. You know, it's not like well, he shouldn't have done it if it doesn't work. You got to execute it because if you can't execute it right, well then we're gonna have problems. So I, I do think that. Uh, I also think that a part of it was, look, his defense was playing well, (laughs) you know, let's not, let's, let's not be foolish. Let's not turn it over. Let's give our defense who's played well, some good rest and adjustment period to finish this darn game out. And, you know, they, and the other thing you gotta be thinking of, they can't take advantage of. I mean, they, you know, we can talk about how good, Tennessee's defense was in the in the negative area, which is the pit plus area in Tennessee territory, Pitt was kind of inept. I mean, you know, you, I'm looking at that, and I'm thinking, uh, you know, there's a play there. They didn't have a quarterback because Slovis wasn't in and could make it. They didn't have a receiver that couldn't get open. By the way, Jordan Addison, who we talked about with Pitt, sure looked pretty good out at USC. He's in the game. Kenny Pickett's in the game. I, I don't know that Tennessee wins this game, but that that, that doesn't that doesn't matter in terms of this, but what it does matter is for the flow of the game, the style of the game. I think that's exactly what he was trying to do. And I I think that's something that they're going to need to do going forward. But, but how much are they going to be able to do that Dave? I still think this team is going to have to outscore people. Uh, And we'll get to that as we each and every week, we go through the schedule and who they play and how they match up. But this offense is not as sharp as I think it's going to be as the season unfolds. Two games in, got some more tune up work to do here next week, and then uh, we'll see where that offense is uh, Florida week.
3: Should Pitt have gone for two at the end of regulation? When I ask you that, be sure and press on that subscribe button and that like button so we can be a part of your day. Chalk Talk brought to you by the Mattress Place. No gimmicks, 30 to 70% off each and every day. I didn't think of going for two at the end, but Jacob Warren, Tennessee's tight end, who we visit with on off the hook sports after every game, <coughs> said that he thought they would go for two at the end of the game. So as a coach, how do you evaluate that? Because you have a backup quarterback, so you could argue that maybe you want to, you, know, you want it to come down to one play, but you're at home, Uh typically you wouldn't do that. So did you think that, did that strike you at all at the time?
4: I thought a lot about it when, uh, what they would do. And th- there's, there's some general thoughts. You're right. At home and in the road. But to me, it comes down and the whole analytic stuff about percentages that's too general. That's nonspecific to your team and the opponent that you're playing that day. I kept thinking that Pitt's offense was, it was, it was challenging. I, I want to use the term like pulling teeth to try to get the ball in the end zone. Mm-hmm. So the one thing I kept thinking about, and this is an oversense, that if this game goes into overtime, I really like Tennessee's chances because I like Tennessee's chances to string offensive plays together and score, or I've seen Pitt struggle. So in that sense, I'm thinking they might have a better chance of hitting one play and if they can win one, you know, get get one play and get out of dives, then, you know, they're probably better off than they're, – they're more likely to get one play than to string a series of plays together. And that's based on their offense in that moment. Um, in a general sense, I mean, I think everything is specific. I think that if you feel good about your offense, you feel good about your momentum, you feel good about what you're doing, there's no question that the high percentage is to kick the extra point because – you ultimately most cases don't want to let the game come down to one play. You'd rather try to win it over a series of plays because one play is a lower percentage. But if you feel like you can't string the plays together, which they obviously did. So I don't question that for me. I kept thinking, you know, the chances of the odds are the team that I think can put a series of offensive plays together more readily would be Tennessee here. So I I don't know if that answers the question, but I was thinking along the lines of maybe they will go for it for that reason. But, you know, again, I don't know. Do do you feel good about your two point play? Do you feel good about your backup quarterback executing it, making the right read? Those are all things you look at and and I'm not coaching those guys. And so maybe they don't feel as comfortable. Maybe if, um, if the situation is there and, and, you know, Slovis is in the game and they feel comfortable running it, I, you're running the play meaning I, you know, maybe you do it differently. So I, but then at that point, maybe you feel better about your offense moving it. So I think all those things factor in, Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't going to be surprised either way what they did. I, in their situation watching the game, I probably would have gone for two. I hate saying it because I felt that as the game was, but I hate saying it because it sounds like it's, you know, it's,
0: it's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria cash.
1: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You know, Second guessing. But I, I really felt their, their situation might have meant for that, uh, for them to go for it then. But.
3: I believe you. I'm, I didn't even think of it. So I don't know what that says about me. But for, <laughs> it didn't even occur to me. But it, would have been interesting. That's not the way that Tennessee would have wanted to lose. I can promise you that. For Chris Landry, I'm Dave Hooker. The mattress plays 30 to 70% off each and every day. That's no gimmicks right there on Chapman Highway. This is a production of Off the Hook Sports.
2: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
2: Ah. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward prohibited by law. 18 plus. and conditions
0: apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash.